Hi, I'm Harriet. Welcome to my podcast, Soul Strong, Whole Person Living, a podcast all about ourselves. Hope a time today will help you flourish in spirit, soul, and body like never before. Let's get into our conversation, podcast listeners. Thank you for joining me on this episode, So Strong. I have one mission and one mission only, that's to help each one of you to begin to live as a whole person. In our previous episode, we had an opportunity to talk about soul work. And what I suggested was that God has taken possession of our soul. His spirit is bearing witness with our spirit. His spirit is leading the charge. That's why you've heard me say, so goes the soul, so goes the body. The soul, which is possessed by God now, and his spirit is living within us, is leading the charge. And that's why we want to talk about soul patterns. So if his spirit is leading the charge now, there should be some evidence of soul patterns. There should be some evidence that points us to look like Christ as we are doing life. So we want to talk about soul patterns that are evident of us living or imitating Christ. Listen to this. Christ says, a new commandment I give to you, that you love one another just as I have loved you. You also are to love one another. By this, all people would know that you are my disciple if you have love for one another. That's John 13, 34 through 35. Jesus Christ is the son of God and the savior of humanity. He established a pattern for human spirituality and salvation through his life, teaching, death, and resurrection. So through his life, through his teaching, through his death and resurrection, Christ gives us a pattern. And that's why when I started this podcast, a new commandment that I give to you, and that is to love one another as I have loved you. He sets that pattern for us. As we look at Jesus Christ's life early on, Jesus established a pattern of living multi-dimensional. We're multi-dimensional human beings. He establishes a pattern in Luke 2.52. It says, Jesus increased in wisdom, stature, and favor with God and man. So I can argue that Jesus grew in, in, in wisdom, as he said, which is mentally and emotionally. He grew in stature, which physically he grew. He grew in his relationship with God, that's spiritually, in his relationship with man, that's relational. That's all inclusive. They're all interconnected. This is the wholeness that I've been talking about since I started this podcast. So this is the first pattern that we must establish. We must be living and establishing ourselves. Listen to this. Mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually, and and relationally. That's a first pattern that must be established. We've already established everything early on in soul works when now that Christ is living within us. Right. So we're increasing and we're increasing in these in these areas that I just mentioned to you. So 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 we we've laid that foundation. So what can we take away from Jesus in his earlier years is that he grew as a whole person. 
And when we do this, and when we're growing as a whole person, listen to this. Now, we can flow, and we can thrive, and we can flourish, and we can overflow. Now that we're establishing the, the, our maturity in how we ought to grow. Listen to the soul pattern Christ pres prescribes for us. I am the vine, you're the branches, the one who remains in me, I in him bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. That's John 15, five through six. Let me give you eight soul patterns that we should be practicing every day. Living as a multi-dimensional human being, we practice these eight. Love God and love others. Jesus emphasized the greatest commandment as loving God with one's heart, soul, and mind, and loving one's neighbor as oneself. You see that in Matthew 22, 37 through 39. You see it in Luke 29 through 30. Number two, humility and servanthood. Jesus taught the greatest among his followers would be the servant of all. Look at Matthew 23 and 11. You see it. He gave us two things. The greatest among you shall be your servant. Whoever exalts himself shall be humbled. And whoever humbles himself shall be exalted. The, the way to be great is to be humble. We desire God's kingdom to be great. The greatest is sought by elevating others over self. Number three, forgiveness and reconciliation. Jesus emphasized forgiveness and urged his followers to forgive others as God has forgiven them. Matthew 16, 14 through 15. The Bible is clear. It's very clear. Our sins are excused by his grace based on Christ, Christ's work on the cross alone, not on man's action. Christ has, has paid it all. And we obtain it by faith, not by righteous deeds. We cannot, we cannot walk with God in fellowship if we refuse to forgive others. Forgiveness is mandatory for, for all of those who have experienced the forgiveness of God. We reflect Jesus when we forgive. Number four, faith and trust in God. Believers are encouraged to trust God's plan and have faith in his promises. Hebrews 11 and 6. What pleases God is that our hearts and minds display God's being and beauty. We show God's existence and his excellence. That shows us how real he is and how rewarding he is. This is what pleases God. And that is faith. Number five, compassion and mercy. Jesus showed compassion to the needy. And emphasize the importance of showing mercy. This is Matthew 9, 36 and Matthew 5, 7. You see the compassion. He looks upon the needy. And he sees their needs. May God give us the eyes to see the, to see the needs of the people. And see their needs greater than our own. That's having compassion and mercy for other, others. We're talking about patterns that we need to establish. See the needs of one another 
as, as greater than your own. Self-denial and surrender. Jesus encouraged denying oneself, taking up one's cross and following him. Six, Matthew 16, 24. We must be willing to take up our cross daily and follow Christ. It's not about our agenda, but it's about his agenda. And taking up your cross, that means there's some suffering. That means there's some good times. There's some ups and downs. But we take up our cross and we bear the cross as Christ has bared the cross for us. That's good news. Number seven, fruit of the Spirit. Believers are encouraged to bear the fruit of the Holy Spirit, which includes love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. That's Galatians 5, 22, 23. This becomes our daily outward response as we move, live, and have our being. We demonstrate the fruits of the life. These are the patterns. We're talking about soul patterns. This is, this is who we are. Number eight, prayer and communion. See, de Jesus demonstrates the significance of prayer and communion with God. Our Father, which you are in heaven, hallowed be your name. You know the prayer. That ought to become our regular routine. And then also, it says this here in Luke twenty-two nineteen to 20. And when he had taken some bread and given thanks, he broke it and gave it to them, saying, This is my body, which is being given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And then the same way, he took the cup after they had eaten and saying, This cup, which is poured out for you, is a new covenant in my blood. The Lord's Supper. As often as, as, as often he says, do this in remembrance of me. That's communion that we should do monthly. Some churches do it every other week. These are patterns. Here's the application podcast. Listen, examine your life and see where you need to change some soul patterns. Identify one or two patterns weekly that, that you desire to practice. Write down all eight soul patterns and review them weekly. Podcast listeners, let's walk in this, this, this new commandment that the Lord has given us and we walk in these, these patterns. And I promise you, when you do this, you will thrive. Let me back up. You're going to flow first and then you're going to thrive and then flourish and you're going to overflow in others. Podcast listeners, as always, stay so strong. No, you stay.